so you guys got to tell you got to tell the world how I just came in here, right? Like that's how we got to start. I mean, sure. Yeah, Good. I mean, I I I just literally just jumped in off 10 and a half hours of watching football just nonstop thought we were recording and just went in and just started going off like it like it was comical in the fact when you're like yeah we'll start recording a little bit <laughs> i was like <laughs> well what have been doing over here exactly 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 <laughs> and then today guys what do we watch what we, we watched <laughs> we watched a lot of a lot of less than less than quality But, um, you know, this is Zero Coverage. We got a legion of Zoom. I'm Ant out in Brooklyn. We're joined this week by Ed Bob in God's Country and Capo down in Maryland. So we're going to start off with really, you know, the game of the week for sure. Um, Vikings-Bills. First down. Um, And how, I mean, looking at the schedule. Battle scars. Battle scars. Yeah, man. I mean, they were going back and forth and beating each other up all day, man. What do you think, Ed Bob? Were you watching the the Bills-Vikes today? That was the best game of the day. Jay Jettas, that catch that he had to to help them, you know, Ooh. secure that last drive. And they didn't even, the offense didn't even score the touchdown on that drive because of just how that game ended. It was so crazy. It was so back and forth. That was by far the best game of the day. And I would say a close second would be the Lions and the Bears. That game ended 31-30. I think... The the moment was a was a extra point. I think the Bears missed the extra point, so that was a, a pretty fire game. And Detroit is still on on par, if I'm not mistaken, for ten and six. If they win out, they they can still do it. You know, <laughs> keep, keep your hopes alive, there, Ed Bob. Oh, man. Yeah, man. Uh, I mean, you know, the so, first half sort of seemed right. to be dominated by by the Bills over the Vikings. You know, they were up they were up twenty four to ten and a half. They seem to be doing well. You know, Josh was slinging the pill around, getting, you know, getting Davis involved, getting all his receivers involved. And then, you know, Kirk Cousins decided to show up in the second half and, and Kirk Cousins the Bills, man. What do you think, Capo? What makes other quarterbacks just start turning the ball over for Kirk, for Kirk Cousins in the second half? But um, I, I just, I, that doesn't, that's a rhetorical question because none of us know the answer to that. Um, but I, I mentioned battle scars. I literally had a uh, I had a feline uh, sitting on my on my lap um, watching the game, stroking the the feline like um, Doctor Evil, and when the fumble occurred, I was like screeching and like uncomprehend uncomprehensive uh, words like like how I'm am right now, but I was like you know screaming and doing a, a worse impression, um, and the cat scratched the shit out of my thighs jumped off of me like what the fuck are you doing person it's just a football <laughs> game I, i've never i said i turned to my son and i said they're not going to be able to kneel the ball here and he's like yeah whatever like you know <laughs> who cares and who knew that josh allen was just not gonna know how to take a snap uh, impossible he's, but he's, I, I, hey bob i'm sorry to cut you off i was getting ready to toss it back to you we need to go. Oh. Sorry, we need no. to go one. This is terrible. I'm terrible. I had an alarm. I had an alarm pop up. I didn't know if it was you or what was this, stopping it. I just wanted to ask if the catch is better than Odell's. This is what <laughs> happens when you take three to four weeks off. You come back in and you fuck everything up. 
I'm sorry. Sir, you didn't. You didn't at all. You started speaking, but my I'm telling you, my phone has started. All the al- uh, alarms started going off and hit dismiss. So I couldn't tell if you were talking or if my phone was cutting out or if you had started talking and I was muted. I didn't know what the hell was going on. It's still me. It, Ten hours of cocaine football. I'm still trying to get back. It's not you from missing three. You're 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 coming off a bye week. You'll get it going. Don't worry. More like a bye month. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We still accept you, man. What about Jefferson? What about Jefferson? The, the well, man well, that the catch. catches, he, he is made it better than Odell's. Is it better than Odell's? Oh, there goes the fucking it, alarm again. <laughs> it was that. That's that's a better catch. I uh, I think I, I have a lot. I have a lot of disdain towards Odell because that catch was on Dallas. If we if we all recall, because we see it so often, that yep. catch was on Dallas, and it was for a tutty. So I don't, I really, I really hate that catch. <laughs> I really, really hate that catch. I don't want to give him any credit for that. Oh, catch. I forgot I, all about that. That was against your Cowboys. So, okay. I, so uh, to be fair, now we don't want to shit on Odell. Now, allegedly he likes that, but I still think the catch was better because he had to fight, uh, not Odell's, uh, Jay Jettis because he had to catch the ball off a defender with one mid air out there, snatched it out the air. Like, and that was terrible. <laughs> no, that was good. That was good. <laughs> and I mean, he just came down, and I was just like, I, I was like, did, uh, uh, didn't hit the ground. Hold shit up. And then just like pop. I'm, I'm sure those. Uh, incoherent words that I just said were pretty much everybody's reaction. Like I was trying, like it was literally amazing. Like I, I just can't. And Odell's was Odell's was a touchdown, but it was one handed and the stickiness and the gloves, all that doesn't really count. That I, I'm not a Viking, yeah. you know, empath. Yeah, but, and it, and it was Kirk Cousins throwing the pass. So to me, you 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 I'm give him you give him a bonus point man. because the ball was coming from Kirk Cousins. That ball would have ripped it out of the defender's hand. Yeah, like if the defender wasn't brought- there, it would have been forty yards down the field. Like it, it was so high over his head. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, Ed Bob. All right, so he, four times. Ed Bob, I'm muting myself. You- don't he? He took that like he ripped that out of the defender's two hands with one. He there's a picture that I saw just now online and he is legitimately parallel to the ground hand reached up. His hand is between the defenders, two hands and the defenders hands are on the ball and he ends up with the catch. It's yep. there's, I, there's like, there's nothing you could say. And that whole last drive, he had an impact on, I know he didn't score that touchdown, but that whole last drive was Justin Jefferson and to do it against Buffalo after they made the trade, you know, after Minnesota yep. made the trade, Stefan Diggs to Buffalo. So they pretty much traded Stefan Diggs for Justin Jefferson. And like, they honestly, they haven't missed a beat after that as like Stefan Diggs is great. We know that he's the reason Buffalo is as good as they are now. He's that force multiplier for them. But Justin Jefferson, my God. Yeah, it, it, it's just it's just insane. It, it's sick. But but let's move off this game, move over to the other interesting game of the week for sure, besides, you know, the Bears-Lions. And that's 
the Packers versus the Cowboys. And, you know, the Cowboys being up by a couple of scores and, and the Packers, you know, Aaron Rodgers being able to sort of make his way back in and we're sitting here in overtime. So how you feeling, Ed, Bob? How you feeling about this game? See, I honestly, I just got the update from my fantasy league that Aaron Rodgers is in the red zone. And I've gotten that very rarely this season. And it would, you know, it would happen that this game, I've had that update three to four times today when he's playing my Cowboys as my starting quarterback in fantasy all season. He's shit the bed. And now he wants to go in and start giving the Cowboys the business in overtime. So um, I'm worried. I think they, they might win this one. Everybody's going to go back and say the Cowboys, maybe they're not for real. And honestly, after this performance, I wouldn't blame them because this has not been a great performance by the defense or the offense. I just feel like they, they can't, they're coming off the bye week not very they, – they look lackadaisical if yeah. to use – a. They look very lackadaisical. We we already know the defense is, you know, the the run defense is not the best, but they just they just don't look good. They don't look like they have that fire, like they have the heart, like they they had last year and at the beginning of the season. So it's a little disappointing, especially because I Aaron Rodgers, they I, I I I'm not on Powell's boat. I don't think he's cooked. I definitely think he lost a huge weapon, but like they haven't been good this season. So for them to to be in this situation about to win the game is is kind of gut-wrenching because the Cowboys are letting me down. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe maybe I feel like I'm doing revisionist history here, but I always feel like the Cowboys and McCarthy come out of the bye week like lackluster. Usually teams like Andy Reid comes out of the bye week and he's like some obscene like, you know, 15-1 and one or something, something crazy like that. And I feel like the Cowboys like he- come out of the bye week and they just don't. They just don't seem to be ready to go. Like, like they take the time off or they take the time to do what they need to do. And it just doesn't, it doesn't get them there. I don't know. Am I crazy yeah. about what do you think? No, I don't, I don't think you are. Like I, I do feel like, <laughs> Oh, that's a fine. Uh, I feel like they come off, off the bye week. So just like, damn, it's over 31, 28. They lost. Oof. Wow. <sighs> Yeah, and wow. that's that's a really ter- that's a really terrible loss because I'm gonna be honest with you, the Eagles. I don't think respect to them. They're they they're playing good football, but they've had the easiest schedule in the world. And you might not have said that at the beginning of the season, but based on how the season's panned out, they've had the easiest schedule ever. And I feel like the Cowboys, other than the, the Lions, the Cowboys gave them gave the Eagles the best run for their money, and that was Cooper Cup. But yeah. after a performance like this, I don't I don't feel like we're we're up there, especially because the Eagles run def- run offense is is crazy and their defense is is pretty solid. And I don't I just don't know with this performance today. I mean, you put up 28 points. That's great. But Dak played pretty bad in the first half. And it's a little concerning. You know, it's like yeah, Stephen mean, A. Know, said when you look at it, I mean, bad. especially the way Rodgers has played all season for him to go. Through a game, have three TDs, no interceptions, and then you look at Dak, three TDs, but two interceptions, and it's just like you know, like the other thing for me, if you're a Cowboys fan, if you're six and one, seven and one, eight and one, and you go into the Eagles game, and you beat them, then you're basically tied again because they beat you once, yep. you beat them once, you're both sitting there with one loss. But a game like this to let it slip away, you put yourself behind the eight ball to try to even catch and overtake the Eagles. I mean, I don't think the Eagles are going to finish the season undefeated. I think they're going to have the more Eagles, than one let loss. Let alone the Giants. But, yeah, well, 
But there's not three losses. There's not three losses on the Eagles' schedule the rest of the season. Do you think? I no, mean, I don't. They, I don't think there's three, and that's the problem because the Cowboys yeah. now have two, and you give you give the Eagles one with the Cowboys beating them, and then you got to find one of the game. But at that point, at that point, I mean, it's a toss up who's winning the division. Like, so yeah. I think the Cowboys. This is a bad, as you said, Bob. This is a bad loss for the Cowboys. Yeah. Um, but it's again, it's only Week Ten. Um, I mean, most likely going on the road, uh, even if they won the game. So, I mean, they, they can still get it together. That defense is going to travel well in January, no matter where they go play. It, oh, but, for uh, sure. I, I don't that. know, because like I said, the, the run defense is terrible. And in January, it's, you, you have to stop the run. When it's cold, you got to be able to stop the run. And if they can't stop the run in January, they're, they can't stop the run now. So what are they going to do in January? You're when right, it's Bob. But when you when you look at the playoff teams, that's a good point. I I am overlooking their their run defense. I just I guess I feel like they're just a good defense overall. But yeah, you that's that's a that's a well. They have playmakers. They have guys who can go out on any you know Parsons. He can he can make a play on any on any play. What matters what's going on. The thing is though, with what I think, Ed Bob is yeah, the Giants have a good running attack with Saquon. The Eagles with Sanders have a good running attack. But you look around, the Vikings, Dalvin Cooks up and down. Tampa Bay with White and with uh, with Leonard Fournette, they ain't got no run game. Like Atlanta, even with Cordell passing them back, they don't have a run game. Like I feel like they'll still be able to win at least one playoff game because they're not going to face necessarily a top running game because the, the NFC, other than the Eagles, really doesn't have a or you know throwing the Giants with Barkley doesn't really have a top top notch running game like you see. I think with some AFC teams where you have much more of a more of a run heavy thing going on. I don't know. Yeah, no, I, I I definitely agree. A lot of teams, I mean, there's there's such a huge emphasis on passing offense nowadays, but even even the the um you know the passing defense, I don't think they're they're looking that great. I think Anthony Brown was injured today. I'm not a big Anthony Brown fan anyway. I feel like the Cowboys always have one cornerback that is really bad for a couple years and then improves a little bit and then becomes the best corner on the team which isn't saying much because the right. past the three years before he was getting burned the whole time. And that was Orlando Skandrick at one time. And to be fair, Orlando Skandrick did become a top corner in the league at one point. He was very good at one point. He ended up going to Kansas city, but Anthony Brown, man, he, I like every week I am just extremely frustrated with him and I would love nothing more and for Odell to come in and just take that number three off of his back because he does not deserve a single digit number. He needs to go back to 30. Like you're a cornerback and you're not even a good one at that. So like, why do you have number three? <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, uh, I feel like they'll get all get it together, but I hate the, I hate the new numbers. Don't even get me started in that. I could, I could ramble on for like nine more downs. <laughs> Speaking of downs. Well- Speaking of downs, and nine. Ready, set, put. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna throw over to Ed Bob for 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 short salutes this week. What do you got for us, Ed Bob? All right, it's been a few weeks since you've had your boy Ed Bob on here giving you Saturday salutes. And this week, I, I, this isn't even the return of Saturday salutes. This is just a one-time salute. If you know, you know, because this is a TCU Horn Frogs podcast. 
We rep TCU down there in Fort Worth, Texas. Ribbit, about ribbit. an hour outside of Dallas, where I am from. And let me Ooh, tell you, Horn Frogs are doing their thing. Ranked at number four. Got into the top four last week after their win. And they came back and did it again. They were underdogs at Texas. So disrespectful. Undefeated. Everybody thought Texas was great because they almost took uh, Alabama with their backup quarterback this year. Well, let me tell you what. TCU came through last night in the late game, and they did their thing. They defeated Texas 17-10. to 10. It was a hard-fought battle. That defense played well. But TCU ranked at number four. If they can win out, they're in the playoffs. And all you guys talking trash about a power five school or a top conference school, whatever it is, you know, SEC, all that. Look at TCU because they're doing it the right way. The Horn Frogs. And if you need anything else, just go check out their social media page because whoever's in charge of that, they're doing it right and they're killing the game. Salute to the Horn Frogs, Matt Duggan and them boys, Quentin Johnston and them boys. I'm telling you, they're out there and they're doing it and they're doing it big. Salute to them. That's it. That's all we got this week. 100% at Bob. It really was, you know, it really was a week there. You look at you look at college football and you see TCU setting themselves up very nicely because, you know, we got power vacation this week, so we're going to do a fake pow PCS. You know, you still got to look at the dogs as the top ones in college football. Um, salute to you, Barrett, if you'd ever get, you know, the Stones to come back and join us. <laughs> then you've got Ohio State and Michigan – yeah, flip-flop two or three. One of them is going to beat the other one, and one of them is going to go home. One of them is going to stick around, and they're going to have TCU. And TCU is going to play a big game in the playoffs versus some of them from the Big Ten. And it's going to come down to if they – I don't see any reason why they can't beat Michigan or Ohio State to end up facing Georgia in the title game. And then we'll see where we're at. So, yeah, b- b- you know <laughs> – very, very hey, short fake way. PCS this week, but that's what we got, man. TCU, big ups to you. Keep doing what you're doing, and you're going to get the respect. No matter what the people on the committee want to say or want to do, they can't leave you out. They control yeah. their own destiny. 100%. And can we change it, the list up a second? I know this is sure. blasphemy. Uh, I was thinking, since Ohio State and Michigan is going to definitely settle the debate, maybe we should take one of the two, three out of the top four and put them at five. And let that five just get in and we can move our horn frogs up a little bit. You know, uh, you know what frogs do? They jump teams. Oh, yeah, no, totally. Maybe we could have Michigan hanging out at five because then if they beat Ohio State, they just jump in. Hmm. See, I think when Michigan loses to Ohio State or if they lose to Ohio State, I think they're going to be way lower than five. Because I think Tennessee's going to keep winning. I think LSU is going to keep winning. I think USC is going to keep winning. And then you've got teams even like Alabama and Clemson that are going to get respect because of what they've done in the past, even if Michigan or Ohio State, the loser of that game, is a lesser team. So, you know, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be, it's going to be TCU-Georgia to me in the title game, and I, I can't wait for that game. You know, I, I agree with you. I watched uh, as much as I possibly could yesterday. Um, I, I was, I joined the SICKO committee. Um, I am, mm-hmm. I am down for everything to go wrong this playoff season. I'm so glad Alabama and Clemson are or O-L-I-L-L-L-I-L-I-L-I's because they are so out that they are not getting close to us. Uh, we're going to enjoy our top four this year, even though the Bulldogs might just run with it. Uh, no pun intended. Well, do Bulldogs really run that much? 
Ah, bulldogs think, are pretty lazy, man. They got respiratory issues. They got flat. Yeah, faces. I feel like they like wobble or waddle. Like they just sort of like bounce back and maybe forth between their legs. Maybe and, they're compilers. I don't maybe. Know. But no, I definitely think that Ohio State definitely has got Michigan. I don't feel like Michigan's played anybody. So TCU is going to be in that third spot <laughs> sometime soon. We're just, yeah. climb, you know, jumping up the rankings, leapfrogging on up. Absolutely, absolutely. I th- I think it, I think it's totally where they end up. And like I said, I expect to see them in the title game versus Georgia, come uh, you know just after New Year's Day. Yeah, Michigan struggled against Maryland, and anything that that tells you is Michigan is not national champion caliber. Uh, so we'll see. Ohio State will probably be beat uh, Maryland by forty this uh, coming week. Um, so uh, yeah. Or, or the following week, whatever the week. Ohio State's already beating Maryland by 45 points somehow right now. The game hasn't even begun. I, Here's I the will thing. Say, go, go ahead, Bob. Go ahead, Bob. No, go ahead, oh, Bob. I will say this about Michigan. They got a running back. His name is Blake Corum. He's a dog. Ooh. Blake Corum yeah. is a dog. I believe he's in the Heisman conversation. Michigan has a very good run game. I don't know if you remember a few weeks ago in the, in the Saturday salute, but Michigan did have yeah. – 300 yard rushers if i'm not mistaken you put him you put it on my on my uh on my radar and i I've, yeah. I've been watch i've been watching it kid he he's going to he's going to be a monster i would i would love for him to be on my football team uh, on he, sunday if he uh doesn't end up like too high of a draft pick but he's going to be yeah blake blake corum i mean i salute to him i know we're not doing full salutes but blake corum i like his game i like his style and i like the way he runs and he's a tough He's a hard runner. And so he's a, you know, he can definitely shake things up, you know, depending on how Ohio State looks, because they did have a little bit of trouble with Northwestern. It was windy. I know the conditions were, you know, a little different, but in a rivalry game of that magnitude, you know, Ohio State, Michigan, anything can happen. And if I'm not mistaken, Michigan is is coming off of the dub last year, right? Yeah, Michi- Michigan is coming off the dub last year. But other than last year, they looked atrocious on the Jim Harbaugh against Ohio State. So, yeah. and, and I'm someone who can't stand Ohio State. I don't think Michigan has a shot. Like, I, I don't think, I mean, <laughs> I, I think, like you said a couple minutes ago, Ed Bob, Michigan is a fraud. I don't think they I don't think they got, yeah, they, they have a fantastic running back. But as a team, I just don't, I don't see them being able to beat Ohio State. Because they historically, in the past, you know, decade, are not doing well against Ohio State. Ohio State seems to be much more up for the game no matter what either team is necessarily doing. You know. Yeah, no, I definitely I can't you can't argue with that. Harbaugh has not had a good tenure playing against Ohio State, so I, you know, we'll you know, see. And, yeah, and I mean in many ways last year's win against Ohio State sort of saved his job in Michigan because there was definitely rumblings that they needed to get him out of there because he had been historically so poor against Michigan against Ohio State, sorry. But let's keep it moving. Let's go move on to third down. Funny. Third and goal. Oh, hold on. That was terrible. Third and goal. Oh, that was even worse. All right. Let's five more tries. Third and goal. There you go. Take that one. Um, we're going to bring back a segment from a couple weeks ago. We're going to talk about exposing the D. Oh, I love this segment. A little recap exposing the D. So, so let's see it. We're going to start with number five. We spoke about him heavily last week. Uh, Justin Fields. Um, a little stats of the day. Although all the running numbers he's putting up and being compared to the likes of Lamar Jackson and Warren Moon and such, 
He's lost three straight games while scoring 29 points. Ugly pick six today, but he did expose the D of the Detroit uh, Lions for a while. Um, but uh, moving on. So we don't even know his first name yet. He hasn't even announced himself. But boy, did Watson, the wide receiver for the Packers, really announce himself today. I'm very sorry, Ed Bob, to bring this back up so soon. I don't even know the guy's first name. We have it. He, we might learn his first name now, um, but he's definitely on the list for exposing the D. Tua, Tua, I could put Tua here each week, guys. QAnon, uh, I'm, I got found on your side. I think. I mean, the, <laughs> I mean, he has a million weapons, but you know, I, I'm not going to call him out on it. Um, number two, it's going to seem odd, but we we talked about him already. Ed Bob hit all my points earlier. Like he had me fired up from the beginning because he he one name after another and I was just like yes 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 let's go let's go Jay Jettas, I mean that boy well, Jay Jettas was it like 12, 12 catches I don't I don't have the box score in front of me um, it doesn't most, matter how many all we need to talk about is the one yep <laughs> almost two hundred the, the most beautiful catch uh it, that you'll probably ever see um in traffic fighting a defender uh it just just amazing um. And number one, I I know we have not started our NBA no coverage yet, but it cannot be ignored, and that's why I'm putting it number one on exposing the D. That boy, Luca, what the fuck are you doing, buddy? Sorry. Uh, Sorry, editor. That man, uh, read it out. What is his line? 40, 40, 36, 35, 35, 40, 45, 40, 40, 36, 30. Like, dude, chill out. Let somebody else score. Overrated. (laughs) What's their record? (laughs) Terrible. They scored 89 points and lost to the Magic the other night. Overrated. Well, yeah, I've been thinking of it this way. They lost their second best player on the team, Jalen Brunson, to the Knicks, and they don't miss a beat. Now, they're muddling through and, you know, uh, it's until hard to they get it. someone else to help Luca, it's going to be, uh, you know, we'll see where Luca is at game 77 if he's still able to, you know, when, when he's been beaten down night. from. If you're scoring 40 a night until game 77, salute you, Luca. But if yeah. you're not saluted yet, I'm not taking that. We're not giving you that salute yet. No, I'm Luca's not getting a salute from me. I'm going to tell you this the <laughs> same right that I have with backup quarterbacks. Backup white quarterbacks is the same gripe I have with Luka Doncic, okay? Everybody's out here talking about second coming of LeBron, talking about, oh, he did triple-double this, triple-double that. I remember last year they were hyped because Luka, he he averaged a triple-double for a month or something, something crazy. I'm like, y'all was over here trying to downplay when my man Russ did it for a whole season. So now what are we doing? And I I, I understand they got different, they got different styles of play. They got different styles of play. But at least it, we we can't act like when Russ was by himself without KD, like he wasn't contributing to winning. I just don't feel like Luca's contributing that much to winning. They made it to the the Western yeah, Conference well, Finals right last now he's year, not. but yeah, right, they, right what now are they not. doing? They ain't doing nothing. He got to learn how to get his teammates involved. He got to do a better job. Exactly. Yes and no. I, I feel like the Mavs organization are not doing what they need to to help Luca out. Certainly, Luca was playing some hero ball. He's loving it. He he. He's loving the accolades and the praise he's getting. And yeah, at the end of the day, unfortunately, it's going to come down to wins. You know, if he I'm if he's a first round exit this year, or he, if he doesn't make at least the conference rounds again, he's going to get criticized and somewhat rightly so. I I think it's 
I'm not as positive as you are, Capo. I'm not as negative as you are, Ed Bob. I'm sort of in the middle, which is, yeah, I see what Luke is doing, but we got to see what the team can do together, especially come playoff times. And that's the coverage you will get here eventually on more times than not, other than when I infect the show. And avoid us from talking about P.J. Walker uh, not doing it against the Falcons or, you know, <laughs> Kenneth Walker having a rough day against the Bucks. Walker or let me see the Walker brothers cutting it up. Yeah. Let me see. Let me look at my list. We Chicago, we dibbled and dabbled on uh, Derrick Henry. What where where was he at today? Um, Kansas City, they kind of just did their thing. Oh, they Jaguars opened with a one side kick and they thought it was going to work for the rest of the game. Well, <laughs> I mean, you know. I saw that and I was extremely <laughs> caught off guard as caught off guard as the, as the chiefs, because yeah. <laughs> I said, I looked at the clock. It said 14 something. I said, wow, they pulled the Sean Payton. <laughs> I, yeah, look, when you're facing the chiefs in Mahomes, you got to try something. I mean, you know, you got to steal know, a possession. <laughs> if you, if you I'm put it this way, seriously, you give him the ball to 25 or at the 50, you think he's not scoring a touchdown Mahomes? I mean, he's still going down the field. <laughs> Jaguars went three and out. Yeah, well, you know, this is the Jaguars. I mean, come on. With the Giants, Giants, they they oh, held serve and, and covered. Um, Pittsburgh, uh, you know, probably did what they should have did to New Orleans. Uh, Vegas, Vegas. Uh, the Raiders look like trash. Yeah. What? The, How do you lose? I'm sorry. On a Sunday, not a Saturday. People from ESPN have nothing but love for Jeff Saturday. How do you lose to someone who's never coached outside of high school in their life? They didn't have somebody to call plays. It yeah. would have been better if I was there calling plays. At least I created a play that's been used in the NFL finally. I created a play 25 years ago when I was a kid. The little, little double reverse pass that they like to use now. They were never doing that in the NFL when I created it. So now they're using it. I, at least I've created a fucking play in the NFL. Jeff Saturday, none of them. They have no idea. And, like, this is past Monday night on the Manning cast when Lamar was playing. He showed the highlight of Peyton going up the Saturday. You don't call the play. You don't call the fucking play. <laughs> like, <clears throat> oh, wow. That's a huge fine. That's about, that's got to be like $15. That's terrible. <laughs> right. uh, so literally on Monday, Saturday's being yelled at by Peyton Manning 10 years ago for, or 15 years ago for calling stupid plays as a center and then, or arguing about it or whatever. Uh, and then like two days yeah. later, he's hired. And then we find out he doesn't even have the ability to call play. Amazing. And I'd just like to end this segment with, with a little stat I talked about earlier. And I'm sorry for all the Bills fans out there, but no one who's ever lost to Kirk Cousins has won the Super Bowl in the same season. So your Super Bowl aspirations are in the toilet. So glad the Ravens don't play the Vikings this year. <laughs> so we're going to move to... Touchdown, Touchdown. Way too early wager. So the games we're going to cover this week, looking at the schedule again, going oh, back to what Capel said earlier. And can sure. I interrupt? I'm sorry. Sure, go ahead. Sunday night football has started and it just we just it needs to be said. Fuck Mike Tarico. All right, continue. Fuck Mike Tarico. All the homies say fuck Mike Tarico. All right. And after a bye week joining us again here with another edition of Beep Don't Know Bleep. Got it right that time. Uh, hey. is Beep himself. Okay, Beep. So 
on the week here as you have said on ppg earlier that you are following along here our first game here in our way to early wagers is the cowboys who are favored at minus three which is shockingly low against the packers well so before before we get into the the beep go no bleep i just want to know what my win percentage is versus mm -hmm. everyone else because obviously i i don't watch football haven't mm -hmm. done it in five years so how is the non-celebrity prognosticator fate you know fa faring against the actual people that watch football okay well at in first place actually tied at first place now after a contentious week last week we have capo and ant tied at 10 and 6. okay okay and 10, 10 and 6. 10 and 6 and in second place is myself at 9 and 7. And then we have a tie at third place. You are tied with Ed Bob now at eight and eight. Both of you are at 50% on your win percentage here on the season at 500 beep. Look at that. Wow. Huh? Yeah. I, I'm basically the Tennessee Titans. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe, you know, Ed Bob might need to start putting a little bit of focus into his Sunday salutes because the Saturday salutes have been stacked and stocked. So that, that could be the cause of it there. But let's see here. Uh, for this week, um, I mentioned the Cowboys and the Packers. Who do you think you got there? Remember, as I've said, Aaron Rodgers is cooked. So you 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 have mentioned that in the past. Get, mm -hmm. You know, I'm going to follow your lead and take the Cowboys in this. How about it? How about them, beat boys? Look at that. If Aaron Rodgers is cooked, Zeke's eating, right? Feed Zeke. Mm -hmm. yeah. Feed Zeke. Yep. Maybe a little bit of Pollard there too. You know, a little pollen <laughs> cooking as well. Uh, all right, so we have another for real, for real bowl uh, this week, Beep. Um, the last one that we had was the Seahawks versus the Giants, in which the Seahawks prevailed. This week, we have the Vikings versus the Bills in our for real, for real bowl. And the Bills are favored at minus seven and a half in this. Who you got? G give me the Bills. Cir circle Ooh. the wagons. Jumping through a table for these guys, are we, huh? Here, beep. Ooh, next here, we have a team that is for real, for real, that's recently entered for real, for real, and a team that we just demoted down to not for real. We have Seattle versus Tampa Bay, and Tampa Bay is actually favored in this game, minus two and a half, shockingly. Tom Booty. Give me the Seahawks. Oof. My man, beep, look at that. Okay, and then a little Sunday night football action. Favorite at minus four and a half. We have the Niners versus the Chargers. It used to be a little San Diego, a little Dago versus a little Frisco action, but now we got a little Angeles versus Frisco. I, I just I just want to sing the song, but this is not my pick. San Diego Superchargers. San Diego Superchargers. Uh, give, give me the Niners in this one. Ah, there we go. Niners. All right, in another edition with Capo here again this time of Beep Go No Bleep. You want to say it? You want to say the phrase Cap on the way out? Oh, what phrase is that? You know, we got a lot of them. Just Beep Go No Bleep. I guess the, I guess I already said it. But. <laughs> He's trying too hard. Well, that's, you know, that's, that's what happens sometimes. Oh, so what picks we got this week? So, so I looking at the slate, and I got to be honest. As you talked about earlier on in the season, some of the games are just disgusting slops. So, so I picked out four that I think are, are worth looking at. We got Dallas 
minus two against Minnesota. We got Casey minus six versus the Chargers. We got the Jets plus four versus New England. And we got San Fran minus five and a half against Arizona. Arizona coming off a, a win today that not many of us expected to see. So, so let's start with the first Ooh. game. Cold Dallas, McCoy. Minnesota. Dallas minus two. I, what do you I got, can, Ed? What do you got, I, met, I imagine that line is going to change after today, after the Vikings win and the Cowboys loss. I, I imagine that line will change. Um, and I'm scared. I don't. They don't have an answer for Jay Jettis. Uh, <laughs> I'm scared. So, I mean, it's your I, Super Bowl game. You lose to them. You're not winning the Super Bowl. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm. I'm going. I'm a fan. I got to go with Dallas. I do think. What time is the game? Four twenty-five or one afternoon. Mm, that's not Kirk's prime time right there. Dallas got nope. this. Kirk is not going to win that one. If it's not one o'clock, Kirk game. Everybody needs to pick Dallas. If you don't pick Dallas, you're a fool. Now, don't play this back on me, but I mean, no, <laughs> nobody's, nobody's taking Kirk Covens in, in prime time. Uh, but maybe we have a for real, for real bowl coming up. Uh, you know, we we had to. We it's such a slop games, like you guys said. We had to skip a little for real, for real uh, segment today, but uh, we can throw them in as we pick. Just yeah. Well, here's, the, here's the thing. I'm normally, you know, I was on the Packers last week, just thinking they were getting too many points. Not that I necessarily thought they were going to win the game, but. To me, as the Dallas throws up a stinker, they tend to come back pretty strong. So I think they will, in fact, also. I agree we'll do a sweep, and we'll say the Cowboys are going to That's another thing. About, that's another like thing that. about the Vikings, because the Vikings, once they play good, they're going to play like shit next week. Yeah, I like that reasoning, and I do I do feel like – I feel like the defense especially. I feel like they're going to – they're going to really take this one personal. One, I don't think they feel like they should have lost, and they also shouldn't have got that many points scored on them. Yeah. So I think the defense, I think if Dan Quinn gets those boys right this week in practice and they get their mind right, the defense will come out there, you know, flying. Because they haven't been swarming like they used to. No, they, they, didn't, they didn't make really any plays today. Like I said, all I talked about this before. How does Aaron Rodgers, who's been looking for all seasons, got no rivalry to throw to? Throw a three touchdown, no interception game. I just don't see how against the Dallas team that is out there to make plays mm-hmm. was not able to do that. Force yeah. a fumble, get an INT, something, some sort of turnover out of Aaron Rodgers' hand. And and to be fair, the defensive special teams, I they I feel like they played a, a, a decent game. They because they made plays. They didn't make some turnovers happen. Special teams played a good game. They made some turnovers happen on special teams. The defense made some plays, but they just couldn't stop them. And I think that's the issue. But I do think that the offense got too many chances that Dak is missing or he's just not seeing things. So I'm going with Dallas, but I'm scared. I am genuinely scared. I I, I can see that. So next game we're going to go to is going to be KC minus six versus the Chargers. What do you got for us, Kappa? All right, so let's move on to the second game. Second game we're going to do this week is going to be KC minus six versus the Chargers. Kappa, what do you got for us? We cannot hear a word you said there, Capo, but in somewhere in there, I heard the word Chargers, so I'm going to say Capo picked the Chargers. What do you got, Ed? Chargers, yes, take it. Take it. That sounds like C3P, Capo. You know where I stand. Chargers gonna charge. They're gonna lose the game tonight, and they're gonna lose next week. I got Chiefs. 
and I'm going to go with that as well. I think, you know, Casey oftentimes doesn't do the best against the spread. They win the game, but don't necessarily cover the points. But I think against the Chargers, the Chargers are underperforming this year, even though they've looked better recently. They're not included. I'm going to go with Casey and, uh, and, and, and give the points. And so then the third game of the week is going to be the Jets plus four at New England. And I'm going to start off as a J-E-T-S Jets, Jets, Jets fan. Um, you know, I love seeing Minnesota beat the Bills today because at least for a short time, the Jets were in first place, although that goes Miami now after they won. Um, I think the Jets are going to are gonna make up for the loss they had a couple weeks ago. Unfortunately, I don't think they're going to, I think, and I think they're going to win the game. So I'm taking the Jets, I'm taking the points, and I'm saying they're going to beat New England. What do you got, uh, Bob? You got the Jets winning outright. I like that. I, do. I like the confidence. You got to You got to have the confidence in your team. I don't think I have that same confidence because after that last performance against Belichick, I think that my, you know, my feelings were just reinsured. And Belichick has the Jets number. It doesn't matter if Tom Brady's there. It doesn't matter how good his team is. He he's got mind games, and I. I'm hesitant to do it because the Patriots are on a bye week. I don't know if I trust Zappy or Mac Jones. I don't I don't trust the Patriots, but I trust the Patriots and I trust Belichick against the Jets. With that being said, I'm picking the Jets. <laughs> well, 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 Ed Bob, I got I'm, I gotta tell you, you're right. Um historically in the in you know, I mean we're going on a long time that, that Belichick he's beating the Jets, but but this season, I think the Jets have a little something. They've got some, you know, even with even with losing Bryce Hall, they've got some guys who mm-hmm. can make plays. Um, Garrett Wilson, you know, they traded Rob- for Robinson. Robinson got, was a great pickup. It, it was, it was. It, I mean, he wasn't doing anything behind Etienne and, and Jack and Jacksonville, so it was a perfect trade for sort of both teams. Even though, and he ended up not getting that back. much. He was a great back. He was at Alabama, yeah. correct? Great yeah. back at Alabama last year, so I was like, I didn't. I was wondering where I was watching Alabama this year, and I was like, well, where? What happened to Robinson? You know, where did yeah, he go? Yeah. I didn't. I didn't know at all. And then I realized, oh, that's him down there in Jacksonville. And I was like, okay, that makes sense because they had they picked up Etn. He got injured that first year, so then they they went back and got another running back. So I, I like Robinson. I really liked him at Alabama. I, so that's that's pretty cool, but definitely yeah. no. I think, I think Jets, it's definitely think a hard game. It's a hard game. I mean, we'll I think see. the Jets have turned the corner since the the last time they played the Patriots. I think they yeah. definitely took the corner after that game. So I, I can you saw it against the Bills. You saw it against the Bills versus mm-hmm. early on in the season where I've talked about this before in this podcast, where Zach Wilson wants to go out and make every play he wants to get, throw forty yards and get a get a first down. And sometimes you got to take the sack, throw it away, run out of bounds, lose two yards. This and realize it's a second game. down, a third down, another down where you can get it. And if mm-hmm. if what I saw against the Bills can move forward, I do think, like I said, I think the Jets can beat New England. What about you, Kappa? What do you got here? So before Ed Bob started to speak, like a Mike Ryan song, I was all in on the Jets. <laughs> but then he reminded me of something. Now say his name, okay? Just say, say it in your head. I'll say it out loud for the audience. Bill... Bill, you hear that? Mm-hmm. That is the sound of a camera. Bill knows where all the cameras are hidden in the Jets facility, <laughs> and he knows their moves. He knows their plays before they're even going to call. So I, I'm going with Bill Billa. Chick. 
right. But yeah, we got the last game we're gonna go with is the Niners <laughs> minus five and a half versus Arizona. This is certainly a too early um, pick because we don't even have you know we got the Niners playing right now, so we don't even know if they're gonna be coming in the next week with a win or a loss. But uh, you know, I'm looking at San Fran and saying they should beat Arizona. Arizona had a win this week that a game they probably shouldn't have won based on the matchup, but they did. Was, and so I think a backup bowl, a backup yeah. bowl quarterback. So that wasn't even a real win. Yeah, which is exactly why next week I think they'll revert back to what they've been. And you're going to have, you know, e- even with, you know, even with them coming back at quarterback, I just don't think Arizona's got much anything under the hood. And I think San Fran's going to going to take them by, you know, more than five and a half. What do you got? What do you got, Cap? Ooh. Um, kind of faded out. I missed the game we're picking. San Fran minus five and a half versus Arizona. Oh my God! You know what happened? I I, I had PTSD. I blacked out. All of the above. You said San Fran, and I thought I picked up Jimmy G in a big fantasy league that I'm in this week. So I was thinking, I hope Jimmy G's doing good this week. And then I I had an epiphany. I said, Oh shit! I'm in Stu Pock's league. Shout out Stu Pock. I'm beating Ant, I think. And Ant's number one great team. You've lost one time all year long. And I think I might actually upset you this week. If not, you're, you're on upset alert. You're going to oh, upset man. me because I only have one quarterback. Oh, so that was mine's good. on a bye this week. And so I don't have a second one to put in, oh, in the offensive wow. position. So I'm losing, you know, a couple hundred points. In a lot of leagues, I have Lamar and Andrews. Nice. And the Ravens defense. So I had like and Tucker, I t- I jumped and took t- uh, Tucker in the Ravens defense. Um, and so like I have like all these buys, but like I had Bengals too. So, um, <laughs> but no, um, I think the Chargers might be creeping into the for real for real conversation. I know I've been down on them before, but I, I'm not what? sure. I'm not sure if Herbert's getting healthy. You know what the H and Herbert stands for? Overrated. If he, if, he, if he gets healthy, then they can go on a run. But I don't know. I mean, I look at that division, and it's, you know, it's Chiefs and Chargers. That's it. So. Yeah. Well, but, but, I mean, you know, yeah. the other two teams aren't worth anything. So, also, just to circle back, Powell's not here, but he did send me his picks. And so, Powell's got the Cowboys, the Chiefs, the Jets, and the Niners. I seen so, Pal riding a big, like, plastic horse or bull or some shit today. And yeah, I was like, and, and in fact, was he was out he went out to see Luca last night, Ed Bob's favorite NBA player. So, uh, you I know, I'd like Pal. <laughs> don't you cover the NFL? <laughs> it's like I'm picking a bye week. Yeah. <laughs> nah, this he, this he whole lever, this whole Levitard unlimited vacation policy is just total horseshit. But yeah, I, I digress. I've seen, <laughs> never mind. That was a bad. I was never mind. Yes. I don't need to make All that right, joke. So, so thank you for for joining us on zero coverage. This is Ant. I didn't even pick the last game, Ant. Oh, well, then go, get. What are you doing, man? You didn't ask. You're not picking the Chargers, though, right? See, <laughs> well, well, the Chargers aren't playing, so, I mean, your pick is trash anyway. It's San Fran, Arizona. Paco, what are you talking about? Yeah, Casey's versus the Chargers. You already picked the Chargers. You picked them again to play another team they're not playing? I just picked the Chargers again. Yeah, just, you, you just need to end the pod with the rest of us not picking. Like that. Okay, so I'm going to go Jimmy G. And then, Ed Bob, go ahead. I'm going to log off because what the hell? I just did as bad logging off the show as I did getting onto the show. Uh, it's on par for me. 
No, that was beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Because so it's like it's exactly like Stugatz picking a game that wasn't being played. <laughs> it's so good. Oh fuck. Um What I had a I had a question. Cattle, are you real Austin Hoopers? No? Yes. Okay, so you're playing Ant in Stupak's league, but you're playing me in the Wacky League, and you're whooping my ass. Yeah, because I figured out that you can put a quarterback in the offensive player spot for the first time all year. How did you not know that? I had that all year, and that's the reason I'm losing, because I had fucking Ted <laughs> Ellinger in there. <laughs> I had no idea. And then I picked up, uh, I think I picked up the, uh, some, I picked up a backup quarterback today. Maybe PJ Walker? Walker? Wolford. Yeah. Wolford from the Rams. Yeah. Last week, I didn't even. 30. I didn't even have a starting quarterback last week. Nice. I just well, well, you, I but you're on the charge, so that's good. All right, so <laughs> to, to close this out, Ed Bob, San Fran or Arizona, what do you got for it, I, I hate not knowing what the outcome of the San Fran game is this week, but I like that defense against Arizona because I don't feel like their offense is on. But Hopkins, man, I like Hopkins. He exposes the D, so you – he. <sighs> That's a – and but five be, and, and minus five and a half. It's a, that's a, yeah, is it – I don't know. Is it going to be cold? That's the thing. If it's going to be Colt McCoy, it's San Fran all the way. But if, if Kyler's back, that's a push for me. I just don't know. But um, we're going with San Fran. I don't even – I don't bet on Arizona. That's a rule of mine. Don't bet on Arizona. I, I just made that rule up. But it's a rule that I'm going to stand by. Don't ever bet on Arizona. It sounds like a, it sounds like a good rule to me. Especially if they're especially if they're they're that bad. Most definitely, most definitely. All right, so that's going to finally wrap it up for Jiro coverage. Thanks for listening to us. Thanks from Ant, from Ed, Bob, and from Capo, and we'll talk to you next week. Yes, sir. Yeah.